answer my call. Yes, play these commercials. So you telling me y'all ain't never heard of the Climax Zone? The Climax Zone is like a kickback that you don't have to get dressed and leave the house for. You might drink, you might smoke, but you definitely gonna have a good time. From honest opinions to spilling the tea to celebrity gossip to parenting, relationships, family discussions, the Climax Zone is a place for everyone to unwind, relax, let loose a little, and laugh a whole lot. So if you're like me and you want to socialize without actually having to socialize, tune in to the Climax Zone on Saturdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern. Promotional. When you really just want to know what's really going on, when you want to voice your opinion, regardless of who feelings you hurt, when you want to talk about and speak the things that you know everybody else is thinking, and maybe they're just not bold or brave enough to say it, well, guess what? When you enter the climax zone, all filters are off. I'm going to say what I feel like saying. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And if my tea happens to spill over on your doorstep, own it. Or not. You don't have to own it. Because nobody will know I'm talking about you unless you bark like the hit dog you are. <laughs> Welcome to the Climax Zone. Let's get down to the T. Have y'all heard about the Climax Zone? That's Climax with three X at the end. If not, let me tell you about it. It's black owned by a great friend of mine by the name of Latoya. She does it all. She has a podcast, great podcast. You can listen to it on Spotify. Um, every podcast she do is on there. She talks about great topics, whether it's money-wise, relationship-wise. She talks about it. And she get deep into her conversation. She also go live. She help people promote their business. She's all about helping people promote their business as well. And she also is an author. She write great books. She got a couple of books out about her life story. So, you know, check her out. I promise you won't be disappointed. There's really one thing that needs to be said about the Climax Zone. And that is that, baby, it gets real in the Climax Zone. So if you want to hear that real, go ahead and tune into that podcast. Or if you want to watch the live, whatever way you want to get it, she's going to give it to you, baby. It's the Climax Zone. <laughs> and if... <laughs> yes, you know what that is. It's your girl, Miss Climax. Yes, baby. The best podcast out there. She got all that for What you got a word? Come here, sis. Welcome to the Climax Zone. 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 Yes, it is your girl, Miss Climax, and as I always say, it's the Climax Zone, so make sure you come in, catch that vibe. I got hey. my little today helping me co-host. And that will be Miss Cherry Nicole. Hey, how you doing? My name is Cherry Nicole and stuff and things and things and stuff, babe. How you doing? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I'm Climax, but I got that Latoya Smash Climax because I have a lot of guests that sometimes are my friends. I have a lot of co-hosts sometimes that are my friends. And they forget to call me Climax and Climax alone. So people be wondering, what well, I thought I heard them call you Latoya. Okay, there it is. <laughs> There it is. We're going to do it. Right now, I'm streaming on YouTube and Twitter. 
a lot of my viewers are used to me always streaming on Facebook. You know, they get to come in and all that good stuff here. This is I'm doing this on YouTube and Twitter because I'm trying to broaden my live streams. Mm -hmm. I will be back on Facebook in August. I did something got this up. <laughs> what you drinking on, sis? I wanna sit on it. You can't sit on sit it. On. But uh, I'm drinking. What is that damn bottle? A Manhattan cocktail, which is some straight brown. And even though I don't usually mix, I don't do chases. Just like I don't chase niggas, I don't taste my drink. But that shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> I might do a shot of it, but I'm the first to say that shit right there um tastes like a family reunion for Jack Daniels Crown. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a whole brown family union. My lad name brown, but they came out for the barbecue. Cause baby, when I did <laughs> it, I, felt I had to look and make sure one of those chest hairs. Cause that shit is serious. <laughs> well, Uncle Clifford said, "You see, you see these nickels, <laughs> all these nickels." <laughs> be like, wait the a minute, I felt, I felt the hair <laughs> break through. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Shout out to my girl Farah that is tuned in. Y'all will see Hi. her in because she coming on to the podcast. Let me go ahead and do this little quick promo, Miss Farah Bella. Hey. If y'all can see that. Hey. If you can see, hey. go follow her. I'll be looking at my nails because y'all know I keep them bitches done. But a bitch has been working. When I say I've been working, work. I my little nine to five, honey. I've been working and making coin. I'm talking coin. about coin, coinage, change. I've been waking up for them two weeks. Direct positive, like, they make baby, is that you? <laughs> that first of all, I was like, just sit over there and simmer for a minute because I ain't got time to be playing with y'all. Y'all gonna be wanting Look, this. Is this real? Right. Y'all gonna be wanting this back. I ain't gonna even spend you today. Just sit over check, there. Check, is that you? Is that yeah. you, check? But after I found out it was real <laughs> and it was gonna be a repeat, oh, baby. I'd be like, two weeks pay me. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> See, a lot of people be like, oh, I thought you was a business owner. Bitch, I am. I own a business. I'm an author. I got a podcast. Uh -huh. I got music streaming. Uh, bitch got... I do all of it. And see, this is for the bitches that be asking me that. Because you worry about what I'm doing Why you ain't doing it. Girl, why the damn ice cream truck? <laughs> Let that ice cream <laughs> truck live. Let that ice cream truck live. No, I about it. Making all the noise. I know what y'all want, but guess what? It ain't gonna even come that easy. Me and Cherry Nicole for the kick with y'all before the show start. Ah, so get ready, get ready, get ready. Yep, we're gonna see how dedicated y'all is. Now hang on and chill out. Hey. And quick. So, as y'all know, <laughs> she said, that's right, that's right. That's right, tell them. Don't be watching my pocket. Because they can't even watch all of them. They ain't going to be able to add all them bitches up. And if they was getting up off their ass, doing what they need to do, you know they may be a little bit better, you know. Stop watching everybody else's pocket. But I also, the reason I held your card up, though, let me hold my dog card back up. And y'all, let me put this. Matter of fact, I'm going to put this in the, where's my keyboard at? I got too many keyboards around. Let me put my dog shit up here. So y'all can go and check her out. My phone right now. I got you. See, I keep telling people not to bother me while I'm on the podcast. My daddy just said, oh, I reset the password. Can you give it to me? He said, shh. <laughs> I said, baby. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. Susan, I know you would do it. Make sure tonight, after you finish both of these podcasts with me, go check her out. Because um, don't get it, don't get it twisted. You know, I'm a red bone, I'm light skinned, I'm already, you know, up in there. But baby, check out this skin though. You know what I'm talking about? Red bone. That, that skin just popping. And you know, I had a couple of blemishes over here from um that old hater mother nature. Baby, they gone. Blemishes? They gone. 
they gone. I use her face. She got this um black soap foam to um wash uh -huh. face wash, and then she got this stay light skin. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let me taste them. It has been about two or three days, and I already been over the top. So stay light skin. I'm popping. I'm popping. <laughs> I'm plug plug her in. Yes. So that's why I put that up there. She will be on here uh, August the 14th on the podcast. Okay. But I just had to put her on there because she's a great supporter. Also, though, she got some get up and grow spray, baby. When I spray my hair, not only does it drench it and make it hang even lower, it start itching immediately. You already know that thing working. That thing said, wake up, wake up, wake up, follicles. Wake up, wake up, wake up here. Wake. <laughs> Remember when I couldn't do this hair? <laughs> Hey, 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 you see me, you see me, wait a minute, hey, hey, you see, I know it's almost to my ass, you see, you see, you see, you see, don't act like y'all don't see it, hashtag stay light skin, boo, I definitely want you to go check her website, I know you will, because you went over there to the Yonis and found all kinds of stuff. Where can they go to get my products from, sis? <clears throat> Climax <laughs> Designs. Yeah, don't forget the www. She played. www.climaxdesigns.net. What I got, sis? She got everything. 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 Call your sugar daddy and tell him that she got them roses because you know he can't get it up. Shit, I sold two today, matter of fact. Amen. I'm Everybody sorry. want them a rose Derek, rose corn, rose yeah, Corey, I saw rose Demetrius. I got so much shit. Rose. Oh, you know who I want? Who sound like a gangster? A Rose Troy. I don't know, cause Rose Corn. I I got a confession. What done happened? <sighs> I'm tired of Rose Corn. You want the real thing? I want the real thing. <laughs> oh, that's your next song. I want the real thing. I want that warmth. And that girl, she says she wants that old thing back. I want that penetration. <laughs> say it. she want that. Say something to me, baby. I want that. Bring me that shit, girl. <laughs> Take your drawers. Okay, you want me to cut them off? Or you want me to pull them off? It's yours. <laughs> Charlie Dog on um, peach wine moonshine mm. is making me shine. Yeah, you see, you know, my eyes, I ain't even, I ain't even lit it up yet. I ain't even lit it up yet. My eyes are already tight. <laughs> I, I think we don't have these folks up long enough. I'm going to stop playing with these folks because I know what they wait for. But one more time, <laughs> before I give them what they wait for, I got to play my song for the occasion because I also got a question. Mm -hmm. for our guest tonight because um, it was posted on my um, Facebook page. So I can't wait. Hold on. Where is it? I can't wait to um, actually ask this question. There you go. Ask away, <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Child, I gotta wipe my face with my mask. Hold on. <laughs> Not with your mask. The inside of my mask. So Thank you to the Hotel Mark Millett in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millett and his orchestra because are opening the program of Don Keefe. So I want to know what's in Get down to it. We're gonna get down to it. Without further ado, let me bring up our guest here. <laughs> 
one of the 69 boys. Hey. Hey, hey what's going on? How you doing tonight? Everybody good. Everybody good. One thrill to play checking in on behalf of myself and Fast Cash 69 Boy Style. Y'all got it rocking, I see. Man, yeah, you came up here stepping up in here looking all good and things for us. Hey, hey, hey. I got hey. I got to get you to help me with this, though. Because, you uh -huh. know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. There's a lot of Mandela things going on where they be changing shit around without us knowing. <laughs> For the life of me and for the controversial question on my Facebook. And I'm, I got my fingers crossed I'm somewhere close to them, right? See, please tell me the lyrics to the song. Uh, I guess you're talking about the Sweetie Gold part. Um, Cotton candy, Sweetie Gold. A lot of people been saying sweet is gold. Some people say sweet and low. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's sweet, sweet to go. Uh, but the correct way to say it is uh, Sweetie Goes. But at this point, we just say all of the above because, you know, I ain't ruining no more childhoods. Everybody uh, loved the song and they sang it their way. So at this point, it's all of the above. But when we initially made the song, for me, it was about shouting out to the friends in the pen, to the homies that was on lockdown. So when you be in jail, you know, Sweetie Goes, that's like commissary. That's you trade off stuff, you know. I, I trade you two sweetie girls, trade, trade, trade two snipe cakes for two of your bites of popcorn. So we was like cotton candy, sweetie girls, you know, shouting out to the friends in the pen. Let me see your sister roll. Well, I, I got married to you when I'm 43 years old. That's going to be some goddamn sweet and low the day I die. I'm going to tell my daughter. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. It's all of the above. We ain't changing nothing for nobody. However you say it, that's what it is. Cotton candy, sweet and gold. Let me see that sister roll. That's been my shit when I had me. <laughs> but no, for the people that may still be up on the rock or just getting off the Similac, can you please to tell these people who you are, the legend that you are? Yeah, hey man, much love to everybody out there for years of support. For those, but for those of you who are not familiar, one thrill to play of the world famous multi platinum Grammy nominated sixty nine boys brought you such hits like Tootsie Roll, Kitty Kitty, Woof Woof, uh, many different soundtracks. Over the years, we've been blessed to sell more than thirty five million records, um, fifteen platinum plaques, eight gold plaques, um, and just still pushing out here, dropping new music and. Uh, true pioneers of the bass culture. Bass music is the little brother of freestyle music, um, which is basically back when hip hop started, the dance element. In New York, in the Upper East Coast, you had the more hip hop sound. But in the South, we, we created our own sound, which was more of the, well, freestyle had the party beats, the planet rock uh, uh, implemented into their sound. And from that, we added the deep 808, and the trunk shape to what was already going, which added the twerk element and the, well, we would call it the booty hop element back then, but it uh, transitioned into the twerk movement. So um, whether you hear Come On Ride the Train or Space Jam or uh, Woof Woof from Dr. Doolittle or different uh, uh, sitcoms from Martin to Fresh Prince, we've been blessed to be a part of all of those movements. Yes, I forever. Let me tell you. When I want to get my work on, I put on 69 boys. I just had the Southern players on here. I just had LA Snow. Like I said, I slack pack. All y'all keep us working out. Like, yeah, no doubt. I definitely appreciate it, man, because the bass music is, as long as there's parties, there's going to be need for party music. And all of those guys that you named, guys and gals, as well that you named that's still out here making music for people to party to definitely should be uh, commended because it's tough to even get people to want to party consistently or even to get their mind off of just everyday problems, whether it's uh, gas, groceries being high, just bills, uh, kids struggles. People want to just take their mind away for if it's just a night or a weekend just to some relief and relaxation that we want to continue to make that kind of music so that they can do that. I'm going to bring it real. 
I love y'all the most because for a set-ass BBW like myself, we had music for us. Them skinny bitches can't shake their hands like this shake man. We just gonna keep it okay. Y'all got is shaking music. The other ones, oh, they, yeah. they did what they could. But when that shit came on, I was like, move. Hey. <laughs> That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That's right. That's right. This for the girl with the junk in the trunk. This for the girl with the, with the, the, the jelly, the jam, the milkshake, yeah. and the bring the boys to the all that. Yes, yes. BBW, Steve. What about just the titties? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what about just the titties? <laughs> hey, baby, listen. Welcome to Titty City. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Titty City. You get, as long as you had something to shake, you was in there. You was in there. Yeah, all of it. Well, well, I'm in there, then. Shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Believe that. So, how did you get started? Or how did y'all get started? Uh, well, the group as a whole, for me, being from Jacksonville, I uh, my my introduction into the music industry after I got out of the army was to work at the Family Record Store, Big Al's Records and Tapes in Jacksonville. So I learned the industry from the inside, from you know Uptown Records. And MCA was sending all of their artists because our family had the largest independent retailer in Florida. And so I would do all of the ordering for the retail um, and, and, and and the wholesale angle. I learned that. And then, uh, the, like I said, Uptown MCA, they would send their artists, Mary J. Blige, Joe C, um, Luke would send H-Town, all the artists to town. So I would take those artists through town to meet the different distributors and different people and show them how the city worked. Now, all the while, we had a group called Major League, me and two of the dudes from 95 South, A.B. and Carlos. We were like the juniors. We were coming up. So we had that group. One night, I missed the studio session. That's the night they made Woo, There It Is, which transitioned me into my own group and started working on my own album for 69 Wars. And then I, when we moved the record company to Orlando, I was at the club one night. And these two dudes was in there just slaying. This is when, when guys and girls would go to the club and actually dance and have a battle. So it was in there just slaying competition. And some another two guys would step up, boom, 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 get woe out. Do you know? And then I just stepped to him out of the club. I'm like, hey, look, man, I just finished an album. Um, Heavy D and the boys, I was that like Heavy D and the boys and Houdini was like my favorite two groups at the time. But Heavy D and the boys, because they was dancing, but they was from New York, they, but they were still dancing. There was two dancers and a rapper. So I stepped to them. I was like, hey, look, I'm starting this group. I want y'all to be in it. Y'all and then we, from there, it was history, fast and slow. And then, you know, we took off and dropped the next, I think it was like two weeks later, we played the the state fair in Orlando, and the people loved the record, and it was taken off from there. That's what's up. You got a real <laughs> event in the country. Oh, girl, Sarah Farrah Bella. She said she a real Florida uh, OG. Oh, okay, much love, much love, much love. So what? Well, yeah, I guess that's why she said. See, I don't know the area. I'm thinking that's why she said the nine oh four. But um, so what advice do you give people trying to get in the music industry? Oh, man, the best advice I can give anybody is to, for one, always keep God first. And for two, if you go build a company, which that's what you're going to have to do today to get into the music industry, you yourself, you yourself as a company, you have to, you can't be scared to have a team of people that's going to tell you the truth no matter what. And. I'm talking about before an accountant, before a lawyer, before anything, you need to have the truth tellers. And you can't be so sensitive that you can't accept the truth that they're telling you. Because, you know, I look at some of these artists, you know, um, that, you know, money can replace a lot of things. But if you're a great artist and they remove that truth telling element from you and replace it with money, that's all you're going to have because you'll begin to notice people who put out stuff that don't sound like they used to sound. And that's because the money was replaced with the truth tellers. So I would just tell people, no matter what you're doing, whether you're doing music, whether you're doing uh, uh, cosmetics, whether you start a salon, whether you 
to get helping people solve their problems like a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Make sure you yourself are able to accept the truth from the truth tellers you have in life so you can become better as you try to help make people become better. So basically, yeah, be criticism. Um, not necessarily criticism, because motherfuckers will try to criticize you sometimes that 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 criticism is not what it takes. You understand what I'm saying? As black people, a lot of times, whether it's just music, you can ask somebody, hey, you heard that new such and such? They'll start telling you what they don't like, what they do. So I ain't into just accepting criticism because where's the criticism coming from? Is it coming from a place of malice? Is it coming from a place? That's why I say you need to have truth tellers around you because truth tellers can tell the truth without criticizing something. Okay. Is that also like you can trust people face calls? Like you said, it's gonna take you going down the round Um, you 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 was going in and out a little bit. I think I got what you were saying. Is it more around the area, like you were saying, the truth tellers, the people that are gonna have your best And I can't even say no something. See, let me explain it this way. A truth teller may not necessarily have your best agenda at heart. It may, or, or, or your be, it may, they may have their own agenda at heart. See, I hang around a lot of people. If you saw them, some of them do coke. Some of them, I got a partner do coke and drink, starting from the time he get up to the time he go to sleep. But he also is a single dad that take care of his kids. If he don't do nothing else, he do that. Now, to the general public. He's not a high-value character. I mean, he's not a high-character guy, you know, or a person of high value. But what he ain't scared to do is tell you the truth, period, point blank. So he might not be looking out for my agenda when he tell me the truth. He could tell me the truth about, man, I don't... So the agenda could be, nigga, I don't like that song you sing because I don't want you to mess up my show. It ain't got nothing to do with your agenda. It got everything. You understand what I'm saying? You just right. need truth tellers around you. Good, bad, or ugly. Okay, I understand. Yeah, that's that's very important. And that, and you're right. That's needed in all avenues of business, regardless of what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, me, myself, I'm so, so low-dolo. Like, my little sister up there, she in Georgia. I'm in Cali. Even when I was in Georgia, I said I heard her and probably one more female I just really just rock with. I'm so much of a person where even as a business owner and entrepreneur, everything that I got going on, don't nobody know it until I finish it and then be like, okay, here y'all go. Because you never know what people are praying against or what people are thinking. So I never go and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I don't right. I feel vulnerable if I do it. Because right. you got ones that gonna yeah. either and I even hate to use this phrase, but it's just how I feel. You have some that are either trying to go and spill it and make it their own. Yeah. Or pray against it. Anything right. that I do, any new product, any new event, you ain't gonna know until probably a week or two. And then boom, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's part of it too. You know, you have to have the People that can tell you stuff, and then you have to have, like you said, you have to have discernment um, for 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 stuff and what to do and what not to do, and that's that's definitely essential when it comes to business. Good discernment is is, is all that it is. So, because a lot of people don't want to do it, but they want to beat you. Mm-hmm. There you go. They they have no interest in doing it. They just want to do it before you do it. Well, well, the truth of the matter is, they're not even going to do what you do. They're not going to do that. That's too much work. They're not going to do that. They just, you know, I watched in, in different cities that we've lived in. I've I watched, I moved to, like, my city is hard. Jacksonville is hard. It's a tough city. But I, you know, when they hate on you there, um, they coming at your neck with it. They're going to, oh, man, this car ain't nothing. Then they gonna, you're going to see them actually with the car. I've been in cities where they hate on you, and you, you start a, a graphic company. They hate on your graphic company. You be waiting on them to start there to come at your neck. And they, you're like, they ain't even going to stop. They were just hate just to hate. They ain't even going to start that. 
Yeah. So you know, it's a whole, they want yeah, you to so struggle. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer, and and that's why yep. I've been on both sides of it. Because even with my customization company, like my sister, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't support it. She doesn't promote it. She's a she's an avid family member, but, but customer. It's never been because we're friends. I need a discount because we're friends. Give me something. Go on my website just like every other stranger or customer in order. But then I have be like, how much it costs for this? And I give them the price, and they'll say. Oh well, I just thought maybe you know what I'm saying you could throw it at me and I could just help you get some help you get your name out. But then my attitude comes back to where you call me up out the blue to ask me about it, so my name must already be out there. So free for you to promote. So how do you you handle those type of situations? Hey man, I respect everybody market value. Um, with with other artists, I'm honest with them. And, you know, if somebody come to me and they, because they can, I mean, somebody can see something I like. And really, if they see something I like and then they reach out to it, because we got in-house graphics, we make clothes, the whole nine. So if they see something I like, I take that as a, you know, a compliment. And 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 if the market value, if it's an even trade, I don't mind sitting down doing good business with anybody, you know, but we all have to understand that, you know, I, I, I never want to pimp nobody, but at the same time, I don't want to be pimp. So I'm open to bartering. I'm open to all kind of business, but it's just got to be good business on both sides. And what I see out here now, a lot of times, people want what's best for them. And they don't understand that business is transactional. It's two-way. You're not even, our relationships are, it's a two-way street. You're not finna go, you know, household with nobody in a relationship and get your way all the time. You're not finna go in Walmart. You go in Walmart, you and the person at the register, y'all, they, the, the price is agreed upon. You give them the money. They give you your check. That's a relationship. So it's a two-way street, and that's mm-hmm. what we need more of in business. We definitely in black need. business. Sell us we, definitely, yeah. we definitely need more of it. And that's why I tell people, I don't have prices just to piss people off. But at the same time, I don't ever see anybody haggling with Jordan, Apple, Louis. You go in and you spend the money that you want. If I right. give you value to where like my church last damn near six, seven years, but you don't want to pay me what I'm worth. I don't have work. I do everything handmade on my own. So it's right. not and no shade to the boutique. But I'm not going to order it from somewhere else to be and give it to you and slapping a stick on it. Right. When you right. Pay, it's a bigger value. Right. They gotta understand that you got to put it back into your company and then still make some profit. That that too, along with the flip side, because I see what for everywhere when you have an honest, hardworking entrepreneur like yourself, then you have people that come into the business insulted for people like yourself by let's say you just started last month and this month your clothes is three hundred and twenty-five dollars for the shirt five hundred dollars for the pants now it, it you're entitled to do that not you in general but they're entitled to do that but as a consumer like they are so okay gucci is six hundred two thousand dollars but they also been around since when 18 so like they didn't just start pricing their stuff like that these mm-hmm. people been around a hundred over two they, they grew. grew their stuff into that but you can't just come out the and, yesterday, not not you and Jill, and then, oh, I know my worth, because there's a lot of that going on, not you, but I know my worth, and I ain't going to be undersold. Yeah, but what have, like listen just said, what have you put back into your brand that over the years, what kind of sweat equity have you put back into it? What kind of financial have you put back into it? What kind of brand recognition fight, you know, because Pepsi and McDonald's been around for years. Every year, they still spend millions on advertising. Yeah. So have you done, not you in general, but have other people done that for their company? And then before you want to try to sell people something, make sure you have a solid, super dope product. And see, and that's just what me and her be talking about. As for example, my customized shirts with vinyl, but it's not just regular vinyl. You got different, you got from the fat vinyl, the 3D puff vinyl, the change colors with the, the heat body activated, the UV activated. And they're all like I tell them, it's all my yep. lowest is 35, my highest is 100. 
and they still right. look crazy like, oh, well, no, I can't do that. I customize. So when you come to me and say, oh, I want something that ain't nobody else got. And right. you get $100 price for a heat and a shirt. And you like, oh, but now and you don't want to be customized. If you can't afford yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, hey, my price down to help you be different because that's not my. Yeah, no, I feel you on that. The customization is, I mean, a hundred dollars is a small price to pay for to be custom. Because nobody else, I never sell it to nobody else again. Let me tell you, right? She made me a shirt. See, my name, like I used to do music, so my name is Cherry Nicole. Uh So. She made me a shirt. It had like words on the front and it had cherries on the shoulders. When uh-huh. I go outside, those cherries turn red from uh-huh. white to red. Oh, yeah, that's that UV, that's UV sun activated. They were originally white, but she stepped in the sun, it turned red. It's just, nice. It's just yeah. people, just what it is, different. Some of ain't nobody else got. Mm-hmm. And then people don't understand a lot of times, even the vinyl like that. Where the, the where vinyl they may uh know it may be eight, ten, twelve dollars a yard, stuff like that could go up to fifteen, seventeen, twenty dollars a yard, which means you ain't just taking the price up just for to take it up. Yeah. You're taking it up because it's manufacturing costs involved. And the reason I charge a hundred is because that vinyl is a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's it's, it's worth a hundred dollar worthy, and you had to up the cost to make sure you can show a profit. Because yeah. people don't understand that when they see that shirt, they just see the shirt. They don't they take into consideration sometimes the shirt and what's on it, the material, but they don't take into consideration that eight to ten dollars an hour you should have been making while making that shirt as well. That got to be included in the cost too. Because it's a wild factor. Like I said, the comments be crazy. Oh my God, how you do that? Where you get that from? Then they get mad because I won't tell them my plug. That's the mm-hmm. whole going to do that. That's the whole yeah, that's out. yeah, that ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> but I think what it is with me also, the reason I love the customers I have, I have a small amount of customers, but for me, it's not about quality. I want a quality customer, not a whole of them and the appreciation and understanding surpasses somebody who's gonna come to their And I don't wake up every day saying, Oh, I hope I make a sale because I got so much other revenue working on. You can't watch the ball in the pot because it ain't gonna right. work. So, my next question for you is what is something about you? Or your brother, if you if you can speak on his behalf. What is something about y'all that nobody knows? I don't mean dirt, dirt. You ain't got to spill no. But it's something that that nobody knows about you or y'all. Man, that'd be hard. Man, that's like snitching. Man, you gotta you gonna have to ask the more direct question. Yeah. Hey man, come on, Andy, go ahead. Sneak on y'all, man. No, 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 no. Hold up. Where's my sign at, Jerry? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. I was saying something like maybe you're shy and they didn't know you were shy. Maybe your favorite food. No, I don't want to know your dirt. Any hidden talent. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, I got you. Well, for thrill, I mean. I've been I've been blessed to be an entertainer, but I don't like going out. I don't like going to clubs. I, I just, you know, even when I was a teenager, I would go to the club, but it had to be a big event or like when they had teen night because it wasn't a lot of those. But I just never really been a club person. But I've been chosen to work in the club. You know, when I say that, meaning I've been given a guy, given gift, and I can play football well too. But God didn't let me succeed in that like he let me succeed in music. But I strongly believe, and I tell people this all the time, if you love alcohol and you be getting pissy drunk, I'm not saying put it this way with my life. I don't believe if I would have loved alcohol and doing drugs, God would have gave me a job in the club because that's just straight accessibility. So I ain't, I, I don't do drugs. I did I was addicted to to pills one time during the late nineties, early two thousands, oxycodone. It started with ecstasy and then it ended with morphine for me. Um it had got real bad. But outside of that, I didn't even hit I didn't start smoking until I was 30. You know, 
And as far as uh, drinking, even to this day, maybe a shot of tequila, but if I have more than one drink, then you can cancel Christmas because I, I just, it just, you know, I, I just don't drink, you know what I'm saying? So I, I believe that's how it works. And now as far as fast cash, what people don't know about him, um, probably is, he, he is a real comedian, like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, probably one of the most, if he was on Def Comedy Jam, his his jokes would be so ghetto. Like, all the projects would be like, and the people in the crowd might be like, what the hell is he talking about? But everybody in the projects would be like, this dude is the new Richard Pryor, like, for real. He has relatable comedy. Yeah, for the hood, yeah. Yeah, but but you could take somebody who's from the hood that's done made it over like got a degree at Spelman and then went on to get their grad degree and they done moved to Charlotte. They'll be looking at him like, "What is you talking about?" <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But the hood is gonna be like, "We know exactly what he's mm-hmm. talking about." Yeah. Cherry, what is something that the people don't know about you that you want to share? Um, they don't know that when I was 17. Some of the local artists around here, I used to write the hooks, and that's all I'm saying. Oh, you scared me for a minute. Like, <laughs> Stuff I couldn't say because my mama be like, oh, I hope you ain't at the studio doing all that cussing. But I wrote mm-hmm. it for other people. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, there it is. I thought you were going to say that broadside. I don't know, child. Well, I didn't know about. what you was going to say. I was Right. No. Music. But she. Why you? Why? 
because I just played a beat. I feel like, <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm a do some music, but I had to stop going to the ghetto studios because right. I yep. can go to a studio, no cars in sight. You go in the studio, 30 niggas, and hey, let me get a ride, and you got feet sent for two cigarettes. I'm like, and then they sleeping on the floor. Doing drugs and stuff. I said, I, I gotta get me a job. I can't. I cannot be around this. And let's yeah, yeah. And I and they gonna they gonna love and hate people for saying this, but you know I'm gonna keep it 100. So let's not forget a lot of the producers in Albany, Georgia. Yep. They expect you to fuck your way through. Yep. And that's why I walked away from the way I was. I do not doubt yeah. I'm great eye candy. I'm good on the eye, but I literally have a story to tell. All my songs and all my music are about experience. So I don't need you to tell me I pat my ass and high. I fix my lips. I've been walking around with this shit all my life. Let's get to the music. Like, let's literally focus on what I'm doing this real time for or what I came in here to put my heart out. So right. when it came to that, I was like, Ugh. I was offered a distribution deal. And I was told to come to, he was in town. I was told to come to his room because he was going to have me signed up for Luda Day that past that next weekend. So I'm coming to your room to sign these distributions. Nigga, you in your bed some of the sheep. And I already knew what it was when I walked in. I was like, you know what? Look, she ain't lying. I'm ready. You gonna get up out of this. Hey. This and because I know I got vocals, I never let nobody put me in that situation. I'd rather sit over here and make music, go to the studio. I'm in California now, and I'm at a great studio. Um, I go over there and lay my vocals down and upload everything. I own my own publishing, and I'll just rather do it that way. Wait, what, what, what part of what part of Cali you are you close to Fresno? Um, I can see how far I am, but I'm in Apple Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what that's at, but I'll look that up too. Ain't that close to LA? I'm three hours away from I'm three hours away from Fresno. How far from Phoenix? From Phoenix, Arizona. You be up here? Uh yeah, we we those the next two cities we got. Well, you know what? We got San Jose, um, and then Fresno and then Phoenix. I'm five hours away from Phoenix. Yeah, okay. I'm like an hour and a half away from LA and two hours and 30 minutes away from Vegas. So I'm right okay. here. Okay. Gotcha. And where you at, little sis? I'm in Albany, Georgia. Oh, you in the Benning. Okay. Yep. For sure. Unfortunately. I'm trying to get oh, I'm trying to get an ad for California. But I you know what? I dislike when I ain't gonna say his name, but a producer. <laughs> Here was like, hey, I want you to come right to this song or whatever this beat. I get in there, the lights are off. Turn <laughs> All of a sudden, I, I just know he was in there with some candles and stuff because they said I ain't paid to be. Yeah, yeah, he, he just he, I think mean, what he was trying to do, what he had was trying to do was set the vibe sort of feel like the club so you can really give your club, he would give you that energy that you need. See, it was giving. It just might not have been giving like you thought it was, but that's what he was trying to do. He was going to slide up and put a hand on your thighs. Like, if he was cute, but no. It's more yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I got too much talent to fuck my way to the top. But if you want to pro somebody, at least, at least look like so. You Boy, might be able like to like be like, hey, look, look, I'm, I'm on the same shit you on. I ain't trying to get no free shit. Let's just see what popping. So don't, don't look like somebody grandpa. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, see, that well, was look like somebody auntie. Yeah. yeah, like they say on, on, on Empire, you just have to let the situation, you have to feel it and let it turn into music. So you walk in there, hold up, hold up, turn the lights on. I ain't with you on. What is going on? Nigga, I'm going home. Hey, the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> but when I went, I was like, nah, I'm finna, I said, nah, I'm finna go. So he had locked the door to the studio. And outside was 
two popular DJs is on the radio. A whole bunch of like male artists. It was like ten dudes outside knocking on the door trying to come in. So I said, "Oh my God, they're gonna think we had doing something." Well, so he opened the door and he was acting like he just got some. And people seeing my car, I have Cherry Nicole on the front of my bumper. And I heard the boys out there talking about something. Man, you gonna smash Cherry? Are you getting? I said, "No, the fuck he did." <laughs> Man, yeah, I can see it. Situations like that will run you up out the game, I feel you, especially if you low-key, low-profile. If you're a glory seeker or a clout chaser, that day, you like stuff like that. But yeah. if you're not, you want it low-key, I feel you. I just wanted to open my mouth and sing. That's <laughs> it. Get to the script. Oh, and, and two popular rappers were there, too. Stop it. Man, I love Albany because it's y'all. It, that that it's uh, so every time I come there, it feels like so. Like I just get a room sometime for a couple of days and just like ride around, go up to artists and talk to Mr. Gill, or go ride around. just go hang out up there, man, and just 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 it oh. feel like so, like 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 James Brown and. Ray Charles and all the people that came through that city, you could just feel, you could feel what they felt in the air there. That's on everything. I think me being, when I was um, bumping y'all, like I said, I'm 43, yeah. I was between, I was born and raised in Columbus, Georgia, but I remember being in Columbus and Albany, hearing y'all yes. Columbus, Columbus seemed like Albany seemed like the little cousin of Columbus to me. I did my yeah. I did my basic training in Columbus. We just did a show there two weeks ago, and I that was our first show there in about ten years. And we went to Phoenix City. I was like, "Dog, oh, man, let me tell you something, boy. This thing here feel more soulful now than it did then when I was in the army up here. I'm trying to tell you." Yeah, I got a lot of people that ask me when I'm coming back, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I don't even want it to be funny. People be like, when you come back to visit? And I really have this hang up. I keep having this little phantom thought that the flight don't get delayed. I'm going to get a flat on the rental car. Somebody going to get me stuck. She going to scream. Baby, if you can afford to fly in the Albany, go ahead, boo. I'm flying in the Atlanta and driving in the Albany because that little airport, they're child, they jacking them tickets up so high. Oh, I yeah. just don't want to get stuck, and then I can't come back to the good life of it. I want to come back over to California. California got me spoiled. I am a marijuana because I'm in California's a legal state. I embrace my marijuana. DoorDash weed. It is to yeah, my yeah. I don't have to be like, let me see who got weed. Well, let me see who got the bitch. No, in a strain, I won't. It's like a hundred yeah. little Caesar pizza. It's coming. it's coming. Absolutely. I mean, we down here in Florida with medical licenses, so we can enjoy the same thing. Because when we go to Cali, we used so to have to go for like two or three days ahead of time and stay two or three days after. Because, because uh, hey, man, that's the life. But now it's so many states. So we, everybody pretty much, we got a medical license. We can just go do what you're saying. Because, you know, we, I feel sorry for the street dealers because. Man, they had some good loud to this to the to the dispensary came along, but it's a different grade over here, man. We're I, found out about, I found out about the sativa strain when I moved up here. Now, my oh, yeah. I have ADHD, and when I got out of college, I got my graphic design uh, degree, and all I wanted to do was do t shirts. I just wanted to do t shirts. That's all. I came here and started on sativa. <laughs> I now have 53 plus products that I that I provide because Sativa had me feel like I can go outside with some sticks and mud and some water and build a motherfucking house. Sativa is this wow. Sativa yeah. where you can fly like R. Kelly, like for real. And now Sativa is for the daytime, the functional smokers. And indica is when you go to the sit your ass well, for me, that's all I, I like the sativa. Like, I'm not, I don't really do indica because I don't really like it. When I do go to sleep, it's like 
normally three in the morning, then I'm back up by six. A lot of times I could do that for months and then it might take me a day or two to just catch up. But that's not even on purpose to try to be a workaholic. That's how my sleep pattern has worked. That's how I'm wired. But sativas, I want, that's all I want all day, all night. I don't want nothing to make me sleep. I have to make myself, like I said, my inica lasts way longer than my sativa, but I have to make myself at times be like, okay, come on now. Put your ass down somewhere. Yeah. But the yeah. sativa tells me, hey, look, ideas. Look, look, hey, you, you, all these motherfuckers start tapping you with these ideas with creativity and you go. Go. Yeah. It tells me, okay, we're going to go lay it down. They go lay down. They go lay down. <laughs> yeah, but see, I try a hybrid. Hybrid make me feel like a punk because I be smoking hybrid. I be sitting there like, oh, "What we finna do?" Hybrid be like, "Bitch, what's wrong?" No direction. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, but see, the hybrid, the hybrid be having first for me when I go this is if I want to sleep. Then I get the gummies, not the kind they sell on the street who be having a lifesaver pack and the golden grab pack. No, 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 no. Y'all need to stop taking them gummies because I just was in the store the other day in Atlanta and I seen two two dudes coming there, two dope boys coming there, buy them packs up. So what that means is they whipping them up. And that's why I had got some gummies off the street one time. It took me straight back to Oxycodone. I could taste the the the, the, the hydrocodone in the damn gummies. I'm like, this ain't the real thing. So I started getting my gummies from the dispensary when I want to sleep because they so relax. They like CBDs, but they heavy. If and, and then I can really relax, but they really put you to sleep. I don't not that. I don't want no weed that made me go to sleep. I literally just got into CBD because I, I had yeah. that all this time. I never tried CBD, but on them them goddamn gummies <laughs> coming to California, I got the gummy bears. And I ate a whole gummy. Let me tell y'all, I forgot I ate that gummy. So I ended up with another one. And I was in the bed like this. <laughs> my charger was at the foot of the bed, and my phone, I'm looking at it, is going dead. So I sat there and I just stared at my charger, like looking at that bitch was going to make it come. <laughs> so you thought you had some. I was bad. like, Die, die, cause I can't move. So then I said, I need to move. I need to, I need to roll over. I need to turn into another position. So I'm thinking maybe I'm gonna roll over and sleep on this position. I did a whole 360 and came back to this position, but I, felt like I got back. <laughs> I you don't did a karate move. I don't need that no more. I woke up the next day, y'all. My body was sore. I was like, this somebody mm. did violate me. Like I feel like I've been wrestling. <laughs> But what I realized what it is, it was sativa, which is meant to be an upper. But because I had had two, I was really sleepy. My spirit was fighting itself. Like, it was like, stay up, no, go to sleep. Like, I was really tired and sore as if I was in a hole. So now I just bite the wow. head. Don't eat the whole gummy no more. It's just the head. <laughs> okay. You just bite the tip off. You just bite the tip off. You don't eat the whole gummy. No. When you come out here, I huh? got you. But the, the CBD, sure. I've tried the Now, I like CBD. CBD makes me feel like somebody reaching out and giving me a big old bear hood. That's what I mean. Right. So, this is what it is. Oh, so you like to be, you little sis, you like the CBD vibe, that mellow, super mellow day party in the cut vibe. Yeah, because I work in the operating room at the hospital, and we always on go. Gotcha, gotcha. Some of the stuff you see, you just be needing something to make you calm down. Yeah, yeah, I know that's right. Yeah, yeah. I need customer service. I need my customer service work to stay on home, so I do it. Right, right. You just sound like Siri. Cause they be coming in hard. They be coming in with the attitudes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One lady came in yelling. She was like, "Do you hear me?" I was like, I'm sorry. I thought you was talking to one of your kids in the background. <laughs> Straight on with good sativa right now. I hear you, boo, but... Because if I'm not talking to me, you had to be talking to one of your kids. That's how I quit my customer service job. That label just cussing me out. I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. And I hung up the phone. I said, okay, I quit, y'all. Because I just walked out of there. Mm. 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 Somebody told me that I'm supposed to be quiet. Yeah, so three of what hardships... Or roadblocks have you came across in your way to fame? Um, 
I don't think hardships are real until you make it because when you try to make it, it's just life. You know what I mean? You don't even really view ups and downs as hardships. You just try to get there. Once you get there and you don't win number one, and then everything that go up has to come down, and then you struggle, especially for 69 boys, because our first record was Tootsie Roll. And we've had, like I said, 14 other platinum records, but people, Tootsie Roll is the biggest one. So a lot of people focus on that. So when that happens, it can be a hardship of, man, I would always like to, to for people to see this or come back to this level or come back to this stature and in industry and this point in time. And, you know, you have to live and learn to move on to the level of where you are at, because if not, those type of hardships can. And, and, and it's, that goes back to fame, like we were talking earlier. You have to know when the fame is important, when the fortune is important, when the family is important, when the fans important and how to keep all those things in perspective, because if not, you'll drive yourself into depression. And living in depression is a worse hardship than living broke. Because it's a mind state that continues to get you to repeat your failures. And that's just one of the hardships, especially with the side effects of getting off the oxycodone, the, the, off the pills, you know, and going back into a regular life. That's a hardship because my pill use had got so bad, you know, I my bowels wasn't moving for like 10 days at a time. They had to put me in the hospital because I had to relax my muscles so much, taking so many pills. It was affecting me in different ways. So when you fighting that along with people in the industry trying to steal your rights or your music rights and different stuff, and then you on this side, like, Lord, will I ever make it another record that people respect this way? All of that stuff playing in your head, that'll take you somewhere where you just don't even want to go. You know, it took me to a place where I called and so. I, well, the police had did a traffic stop and I had like 13 guns in the car in Georgia. I didn't have, I was in, in we was in Cali filming a video with Jay-Z that can I get them? And my homeboy got stopped with the with the truck and they had all the guns in there. They took them in Forsyth County, Georgia. I just never went and got them back because I was already starting to down spiral. And then the rest of the guns I ended up selling a couple years later because I just, if I didn't, being so depressed, I probably wouldn't be here now. So that's one of my hardships I've had in my year. Okay. See that I held you hostage a whole hour. And I got one of your pops coming up after you, Mr. Prince Raheem. If your brother yes, would yes, yes. I would have asked a total of six hot seat questions. Oh, it's hot seat. Right here to get a pass. The you. He went for the yeah, well, hey, listen, Prince Raheem, I know it's going to be a good interview, and I'll let Faz know if I, if I have to take the hot seat this time, he'll have to take it the next time. I, was but, gonna say, I am hoping for it next time. I do want to get with y'all and get something back so both of y'all can come on. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. When we drop the new record, we got records out now. Everybody viewing right now, go to our Spotify fan page, 69 Boys. You'll see Get Busy. You'll see Junk in the Trunk featuring Uncle Luke, JT Money. Um, you'll see uh, our new record, Whoop. Uh, we feel a whoop coming on. Uh, and you'll also see our new record that's coming up. It's coming up. 69 Boys featuring Yin Yang Twins called Grown Zone. Y'all lay around for it because that's where we act with it all in the Grown Zone. And I saw the video on Facebook. That, um, okay. Uncle Head share. I love that. I love that. Uncle Head don't wear that wig no more. Uncle Head don't wear that Your boy so like you busy. Sexual time. That wig needs some soul glow, baby. <laughs> hey, when year did um Tussie Roll come out? Oh, uh, ninety four. I'm gonna tell you my age. I was two. Oh shit. Wow. <laughs> Wow, okay. And I know it because okay. I got older brothers and sisters. Well, you you <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you and y'all holding it down out there. I see. Thank you. Hey, that come from having one child. Look, my baby 14. <laughs> we over here. We okay. <laughs> okay. So your high seat question is do you prefer to be the dominant one or the submissive one in the bed? Say that one more time. 
Do you prefer to be the dominant one or the submissive one in the middle? Um, the they're both 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 sometimes. Cause see, you have to explain to the ladies like, and and, and this is just something I've I've learned. Let's take me out of context. Let's say don't take me out of context. But when you see these movies, sometimes you see senators and presidents and powerful people dressed up like poodles and being spanked and stuff like that. Sometimes powerful people like to be submissive. They like that. You know, because they ain't finna be, ain't nobody finna be submissive. How you finna tell Bill Cosby something off the clock? You ain't finna tell him nothing, but yeah, yes, sir, no, sir. But in a bedroom, uh, a powerful individual can humble himself and be like, yeah, baby, treat me like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a little bit of both. Sit your head back up. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Good love. Come here. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Come here. Bring that kill. Okay. <laughs> it's a while away, but uh, like, well, this year on January it was my two year mark. Next year on January 16th is my three year mark. And every time I have guests, I try to get them to celebrate it with me. I definitely will be hitting you up about that. But For sure. Whatever next availability you have in September, because thank God your girl is booked for August. But whatever availability you have in September, hit me up so I can get both of y'all back on. Okay, well, what I would do, we um, debuting our movie, we feel the whoop coming on, which is about the dance, the whoop that in Tootsie Roll, we be like, I feel the whoop coming on. It's a dance that started in Jacksonville that actually was a dance before the Tootsie Roll. That's why we put it in the song. We did a movie about the dance and where it came from. It drops in October. So we'll come back on and let everybody know, hey, look, y'all, the movie finna come out. We need y'all to get out here in these streets and see it. Yes, I would definitely be calling you to set that up. I appreciate yeah. it. And thank y'all for this opportunity. Everybody out there watching, follow us on IG, official 69 boys with a Z. Um, or you can follow me, Thrill the Player, and it's spelled like Playa, P-L-A-Y-A, but Thrill the D-A Player, P-L-A-Y-A, or Fast Cash 69 Boys. That's just how it sounds, but 69 Boys with a Z. Or on Facebook, you can follow our 69 Boys fan page. Um yeah, 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 yeah. We all out there with it. All right. So make sure y'all follow back and stay tuned because me and Chad are coming for our feature. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, let's go because we need to get it down, Chad. We need to do that thing. Turn on, turn them lights on. Oh, I'm going home, man. What you doing? What the hell going on? Turn them lights on. Oh, I'm going on. Before you try me, what the hell going on? And guess what? Get what I should have told him. Put a lot of to a thing and let the pussy nigga burn. <laughs> Straight up. Straight I, up. I, I, well, y'all be needing no verses and y'all be some vocal. Holla at your girl. We got you. You believe it. Believe it. Hey, appreciate y'all so much. Thank you for the Thank opportunity. You. You're welcome. All right. For sure. Bye. Cherry, I'll be hitting you up in a, Well, yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to see you in the next week. All right, I'm finna uh finish my sandwich. <laughs> you so silly. This the climax zone. That's just the way it is, y'all. Make sure y'all come right back so we can catch that vibe with Prince Raheem, baby. Hey. Mm, mm, mm.